Hey, what's up, y'all? My name is Will Gurley. I'm here with Oakland Podcast. What's up, guys? This is our second episode. We are back and strong as ever. And I think uh, I think we're going to experiment with some new stuff this time, but uh, definitely keep keep it on the roots of what we're doing. Put um on, baby. All right, Owen. So I'm a I am a a wifed up man. Mm. I have a girlfriend. Mm. Um, we love Lydia, by the way. We do love unbelievable Lydia. girl. Check out her art. I don't know her. Yeah. Instagram. Oh, oh. I let me find just, her Insta real quick. Just great overall person, Lydia. You might be our only listener right now, so please, it's, please it's, know that I have a lot of respect for you. It's highly. I right. hope y'all get married and have like twelve kids. <laughs> her right. Instagram is bottle.cap.art, and that's uh, Lydia's. That's no cap. But with a bottle cap. Okay, never mind. I'm sorry. And just like, if you're watching this on YouTube, I don't know if y'all can... Here, let me turn down my brightness a little bit. Like, what? It's so good. Like... That's so quirky, uh, but so good. Okay, she's super talented. Okay, I'm wifed up. I'm taken. You, you, my friend, are not. (laughs) Now, why this is, the world may never know. But... just can't know. But... Since you are in the market, what is your go-to pickup line? Mm. Mm. Wow. Okay. Well, there are a lot. And um, I don't want to come off as kind of a creep. Like, I, I, don't want pe- I, want, I don't want my listeners to think I'm, like, sliding into girls' DMs. Like, you know, I'm not going to say them because I would ruin it. But, like, sliding in with a pickup line. That's not, that's not my way. It's more of face-to-face communication spur of the moment if there's someone like i think i saw someone at a park and i just did it and she like laughed and then we just kept going because i don't like have the balls like continue anyway so so, (laughs) my favorite pickup line it changes it's kind of seasonal but right now it would have to be because of the relevance to our era um would have to be this one and it goes like this so i approach a girl and i see her from you know my ideal you know distance is like 40 feet away so i can get my bearings and approach with you know a gentle approach i don't want to be creepy and like she's right next to me and i'm like boom and i like give her you know a pickup line anyway here's here's my go-to right now is hey girl if the coronavirus doesn't take you out, I will. And Ella? And then, and then I propose on the spot. And she says yes. That's the ideal, you know, kind of plan with that. So I knew that you were going to say that one. And that leads me perfectly into what I'm going to be putting y'all on today, which is Redbox Movies. So, a little bit of background for why this segue is so perfect. How does it lead in? I'm still confused. Going back to our last episode where Owen put us on to Taco Bell. I was going over to Owen's house right at the beginning of the quarantine uh, before we realized how serious everything was and started practicing social distancing. Uh, Me and Owen and Grant, uh, now Grant wasn't there, we went to Taco Bell and... Mm. 
uh, as we were picking up our food, Owen goes, yo, there, there are a couple of girls over there at the red box. Oh. Should I use this pickup line? The, the, if the Corona doesn't take you out, <laughs> I will. And I seriously had to sit, sit there for like five minutes saying, Owen, oh, no, I forgot about this. Don't use that. Don't say that to them. It's no. And they, they, they weren't our age. They were definitely like college age. No. Okay. Listen, you have to understand the situation I was put in. Okay. I was driving a car. First off, that's just kind of, you know, you look alpha when you pull up in a car, any car, even though I have a mom, soccer mom car. Anyway. Um, so that's, that's a, and also have you ever, okay. I, I don't, this is not a shot at Redbox. I know you're putting them on, but have you ever seen an attractive person at a Redbox? It's usually like a 312 pound, you know, white woman who's like outside of a McDonald's after just smashing four quarter pounders. You know what I mean? So you're not, you're not, I was kind of thrown off at, I was like, whoa, there are two attractive females in the vicinity of my area with, I had just learned this pickup line and I was like, you know, I need to bless someone with it. And I, I decided against it just because it was like, that's probably slightly creepy jumping out of a car and approaching somebody at a red box. But I mean, who's to say, you know what I mean? So anybody, anyway, that's it for the pickup lines. Um, put me on to red box. I, I haven't had a red box in like six years because every time I would get one, we would just end up losing it. And then we'd pay the $40 <laughs> fine, you know, six months later. So, uh, Price Chopper has Redbox, and so does um, most of the McDonald's around the areas, the Maccas, as they call them in Australia. But um, hear me out about Redboxes. They get releases from the theater like two, three months after the, the movie is shown in theaters. Mm. Netflix, a couple of years. I think the fastest Netflix release I ever saw was Avengers Infinity War. And that was a year after. And I was shocked at how quickly. And now they're fighting back and forth with Disney Plus to get that now. But that's irrelevant. You can go and get a Redbox movie. I mean, hopefully you're not getting Redbox right now because that means you have to touch things that other people touch. And that's, that's kind of not cool right now. But uh, you can go and get a movie that was in theaters in January and watch it at home for like three bucks, four bucks, and then return it the next day. That's, I don't even know if there's a better situation for that. I'm not condoning piracy, but um, you can find a lot of these movies online. (laughs) Uh, That is illegal. And uh, if you want the FBI on your back, I mean, Say hello to our FBI agent who's watching us right now. But we don't do this. Not at all. We go no, red box route. Red I go I go red box route every time. Um I mean I just don't see a lot of issues with it. Yeah. That's a good point because it's it's super convenient if you are responsible. And so that's where, you know, it it doesn't exactly fit my mold because well, okay, here's the thing. Six years ago, that's a long time. So maybe I got to try it out. Maybe you just put me on. 
I got to check it out again because some of these on-demand services are, are just kind of curving everybody. Like they don't even have good movies. And my dad's paying like what, $13 a month to get like stars on demand. There's garbage on there. You know what I mean? So I'm going to check that out. So should our, our listeners. So. Um, what I am going to put everybody on is still in the entertainment world uh is is not exactly undercover or underground anymore um, but it is tiger king and it is only i think it's seven episodes so far another one i think it's eight. Oh, okay eight maybe it's eight i don't know i haven't watched the eighth one then i get to, i'm gonna put myself on to tiger king anyway it's a Okay, you cannot get bored watching that show. If you do not know anything about it, it is about a man named Joe Exotic. And he is a um, gay polygamous man from Oklahoma who runs a tiger farm. Or not, tiger zoo. But it's not really a zoo. He just kind of breeds them. Anyway, it's crazy. And with all of the titles that come with that, there's... Uh, there's just a deep dive into each one of those words. You know, you get a, you get a very solid swallow of his, his love life. I don't think that that was the right word to use there. I did not, (laughs) I did not like the fact that you said (laughs) we're a family friendly podcast. Okay. Get a solid dose. There we go. And I don't mean drugs, just a dose of good content about the uh the two husbands and later turns into a third uh don't want to give any spoilers i'm sorry and then you also get a um healthy dose of the the realities of raising tigers which i didn't know was something that even existed um but it's kind of a booming business and what i thought was maybe most funny about the entire thing was the fact that now after the show has been released every basically everybody on the show is being investigated because they released too much personal information about like okay straight up there is a woman who does something and if you haven't heard it by now you does carol kill her husband okay yeah so he said that and and there's there's plots like that there's subplots like that and they're just never ending and it's not like a normal situation it's not like normal tv drama it's like did she feed her husband to the tigers or like you know is is joe gonna get his fourth wife at some point you know husband so um fourth husband that's that's what i'm putting everybody on uh also it's a we're family family friendly podcast and there's some um, adult language and substance in that in that show but highly recommend that show from just a personal entertainment point so i have not watched a lot of it um i think i've maybe seen part of the first episode but if i'm not mistaken joe exotic tried to run for president of the united states of america he did and that that is uh 
talked about, I think in season four and five, and he settled once he realized his dream of becoming president was gone. He was going to run for governor. And unfortunately, he didn't win either of those, as you may know. But rumors are when he gets out of prison, he is looking, because everybody knows his name now, he's looking to run for president. And sadly, which is my opinion, but maybe you will vote for him, uh, that would kind of be a disappointment. And I think you'll figure out why and agree with me if you watch the show. But entertainment-wise, it's absolutely hilarious. Will he beat Kanye? Now, that's a loaded question. Because Joe Exotic versus Kanye West. Now, now you got uh, us and the Christians brawling. So, we'll see who wins out of the Christian. What? You go, to, you go to a Christian school, Owen. That's what I'm saying. Us and the other Christians are going to be uh, fighting for Kanye. Except there's a lot of debate on that. And I don't want to get into the, the specific theology of it or whether you just did it for a publicity stunt and to get the Christian viewers yeah, rolling. But whatever he did, it worked because he's kind of got the rap game and the Christian game all wrapped into one. Whatever he does next, people are going to listen to it regardless of if they believe he's he's kind of doing this for a, for a separate um, famous tangent. But we'll see. Yeah, I think he's one of the, the premier artists of the 21st century, speaking mm-hmm. somewhat boldly. I'm not a huge rap guy. I'm not a huge hip-hop guy. I personally prefer metal and musical theater over rap and hip-hop which are two very different things. Um, and I, I will gladly admit that not only do I listen to Slipknot, but I also listen to the original cast recording of Hamilton. Um, <laughs> but I will rarely skip a Kanye West song. Mm. I mean, this isn't even what I was planning on putting us on today, but like Kanye West is just, he's so ingenuitive his sound design is crazy his his rhyme schemes are whack but they're Mm. so cool like Mm. even from a from a like a like an english class point of view other than the non-family friendly things that he says it's just like it's poetry poetry in motion and it's just so cool like college dropout incredible album yeezus a little bit less critically acclaimed, but incredible album. The Life of Pablo, don't even get me started. Yeah. Listening to Waves with my windows down, driving on a country road, it does not get better than that. Mm. I, I myself have, um, have not listened to a lot of Kanye, but I've heard pretty much only great things. And one person I want to shout out as just the the biggest Kanye fan I've ever met is uh homeboy Ben Metzger. Instagram uh oh wait. Okay, let me find I have it right here. Uh Ben Metz127. He might be the biggest uh Kanye fan. So who knew that we were gonna start to talk about Redbox and Tiger King, but we have put you on to Kanye West. Now so Owen. Remind me, did you, you told me you saw Kanye West in person once. Mm. Tell me. I did. Now this is a legendary story. 
that uh, some people get frustrated in school when I mention the fact that I've seen Kanye West, and I believe it's from Salt, but maybe it's you know rooted in something else. So I was my father was running the Chicago Marathon, and so we were like you know my whole family was just like five people. We were like cruising down the Chicago streets, and we went down this like not back road, just nobody was on that road. And we saw this very, very short um, uh, African-American man who resembled um, uh, a goblin in his height. Um, and I was, I was just perplexed at how someone could be this small. Honestly, like, I'm not exaggerating. I don't even know how tall he is. If Kanye, you're listening to this, I love you. Kanye West is five foot eight. So he's like, <laughs> he's like, okay. When I tell you, okay, here's what I'll say is he had three bodyguards like surrounding him in a triangle formation. And that might have had to do with that. And maybe that was because I was like growing. I was just had become like six four at the time. But he seemed like he was below four foot six. I'm just saying. I'm just saying he looked dwarf status, but yes, I saw him in a hoodie and then my older brother proceeded to nobody really realized it was him until we got like, you know, direct eye contact with him. And then as we passed him, my brother, um, William proceeded to yell Kanye. And then everybody in the entire Chicago marathon started chase after him. And I felt so bad. And so did he, because I was like, bro, this dude just got out in the Chicago streets and was just vibing with his, with his security guards. And now the entire city is after him. So, and that was before his um, conversion. Before so, yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of, and it was kind of at like the turning point. So um, you could say I may have played an influence in um, just the presence of a believer near him could have just straight up converted him. So if you want to thank me for the music for Jesus is King album, you know, whatever, DM me at Owen Van Dark. So. So shout outs, our, our final section of the podcast. We, yes. uh, we shout out somebody or something that we feel is underappreciated. Owen, what are you shouting us out on today? Uh, so today I have set up my shout out to be last, last week or the last, um, podcast was, um, AB May workers, which made a lot of sense because they, they're, you know, they're still underrated even though four hours has passed. Uh, but today I'm going to be shouting out, um, the sedimentary layer of the earth. And I don't even really know you know, kind of the geographical nature of our, like the earth's crust and like outer core, but, or not outer core. What is it called? The mantle? I don't know. I, I'm not gonna, I don't, you know, I don't want my geologist out there to be punching the air. So I'm just going to shut up and say that the sedimentary layer of the earth is holding up us and is also being pushed down by gravity along with our, you know, big bodies so uh that's who i want to shout out or who what i want to shout out is the sedimentary layer of the earth also that's an amazing ad lib so if you are into the rap game like will and i 
Um, I'm not a rapper. I just want to clarify. <laughs> I I, uh, I do not rap. But I, I, I dabble. I dabble. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding to my to my listeners at home. I do not actually rap. But if I were to, I would shout out as an ad lib. You know, something along the lines of shout out to the sedimentary layer of the earth and like some cool flow anyway like that's, our that's my shout out for the day for the episode what about you all right so i gotta back up a little bit because uh my item is actually here with me today oh boy uh, it is it is a staple in my studio um it, it is always with me as well as the wolf hat you know what i'm gonna put the wolf hat back on if you weren't here last time i have this uh native american headpiece it's a wolf hat and so now for people who are just listening i'm wearing the wolf hat and I am taking out my didgeridoo. So, didgeridoo, I'm going to play it for you, and then I'm going to give you all some information on the didgeridoo. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna point it right into the mic, and I don't want to be too loud. That is not just the coolest sound ever heard. So from the most reputable site, wikipedia.com, the didgeridoo is a wind instrument. The didgeridoo was developed by the Aboriginal peoples of Northern Australia, likely within the last thousand years and is now in use around the world. The name for the, I don't know how to say any of that. Um, Basically it's this giant, uh, carved wooden tube that when you buzz your lips produces this real low drone that can just go on for hours like seriously if you're looking to relax like do some meditation I occasionally do I will either put on like classical music or like soundscape stuff or I'll look up didgeridoo on YouTube and there's like the third result or something is like a four hour long drone like it's tight. I'm gonna do it one more time just because I love it. That's almost like a uh, a put me on. You just like can't stop with the put them on. My question is, can you just straight up communicate? Like, can you talk through that? I can't talk through it, but it it doesn't sound like anything. It's 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 supposed to be like a like a drone instrument. It's not. It's not a super pitched thing. It just kind of like like you sit there and you're at your town council meeting and the drums are beating and then you hear. Yeah, I can't tell as an instrument, you know, as far as instruments are concerned, if that's more of the uh, sophisticated version of an instrument or kind of like a just kind of a out there you know really doesn't take a lot of skill but you know who's to say i can't play any instrument so um if you can play any instrument that's your you've one up to me so if you can play here hear me out if you can play any instrument um i'm gonna be making an instagram page for this podcast uh it should be up by now but if you can play an instrument, tag Put Me On Podcast, at Put Me On Podcast, 
in your video of you playing your instrument and we'll feature it on our page. So with that call to action, I'm going to fade us out back uh, with our, our music as we start to say goodbye to episode two. I want to thank everybody for listening, everybody for taking the time out of their day to, uh, to come and hear us talk about random stuff. And uh, yeah, uh, we'll see you next time. Nice.